This is State Shifters Episode 2, Understanding Optimal Health. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. Welcome back, guys, to the second episode of the State Shifters Podcast. Today, we are talking about optimal health and... Optimal health is important because it doesn't just take into account the body and that's an important factor to understand is optimal health is body, mind and soul. And how do you take care of the body, mind and soul? Well, again, I'll have Josh Collins on the line and we'll kind of go through some of the ways that we incorporate holistic health into our lives. And for me personally, it's come down to a lot about implementing habits and routines that involve more mental practices than physical practices. I always had a consistent gym and exercise routine in place. So for me, physical physical health was something that came quite naturally, but it wasn't until I realized how important it was to maintain a healthy mindset. When I say a healthy mindset, I mean positive thinking, being aware of the types of thoughts you're having. And then that brings you into spiritual health. And your spiritual health is a sense of purpose. It's intention, what you're intending to do with your day, what intention do you have with your job, what's your purpose in life, why do you get up in the morning, so spiritual health is highly important because it takes into account the body and mind and brings that together to kind of give you a a platform to base all your energy on, to give you a reason for being, so Tune in, enjoy, and uh, hope you get a lot out of it. Thanks, guys. See you this morning. I'm good. We had our clocks go back an hour over the weekend. so oh, It's a bit tough now, isn't it? We've got a 16-hour time difference to deal with, mate, so as if life couldn't be any easier. <laughs> but 6.30 a.m. here now, and you're 10.30. 10.30, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good to have you back. Uh, looking forward to another discussion uh, about... Uh, important topic for us today and especially for me and this one's I think we're going to talk about the reason and the nature of health and what it means to be truly healthy and for me being truly healthy is bringing together the mind body and soul and I think most people tackle health purely from a physical level uh, in terms of looking taking care of their body which is important but health for me must take take into account the mind as well but also the soul which comes down to your awareness and being healthy involves bringing together all three so to start things off what's your thoughts around health and how do you think health plays into um, cultivating a a spiritual um, connection with ourselves and yeah how do you think taking care of your body is also important for that yeah man I, i think I think I think it's important all through the aspects that you've mentioned. Um, I think because the the body is the vehicle for the mind and the soul, um, and I don't think the mind and the soul can operate properly if they if they don't have a a clean vehicle, you know, a healthy vehicle to to operate within. And I I mean, as you know, I like doing a lot of yoga. The, the body is 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 just energy. Um, I think the healthier you become, the clearer that energy, the clearer that energy um, is, and then 
it's so much easier to tap into. I think the reason for me, most importantly, to stay healthy is because I want to live on this planet for as long as possible. Yeah, I think I want to, yeah, I want to experience whatever everything life has to has to offer. And uh, I don't think fundamentally, I wouldn't. I want to give myself the best chance of surviving. Um, that's my main motivation to be healthy in, in general. Um, and I suppose the other one is that I, I just want to, while I'm on this planet, be able physically to do the things that, that, I, that I want to experience. Yeah, agreed. I feel the same as well. And definitely the energy side of things. Like I noticed when, when I started working in the corporate world and I started my first full-time job, I noticed the importance health and wellness was for me and mm-hmm. particularly balancing your energy I actually found you know when I exercised I actually got more energy and obviously when I ate the right foods I was able to give myself more energy and then having more energy for me is important because your day it's, it determines the quality of your interactions with people it determines the quality of the work you produce so yeah having vitality and and a balanced energy in the body is really important, I think, for me, all round, personal, career-wise. Um, so, yeah, you're right. And, and yoga was a, a big factor for me in discovering what it me- meant to connect with the body. And through that, you can actually get a deeper connection with yourself. So I always encourage people, if you're not sure where to start, like a spiritual journey or you want to develop a deeper connection with yourself, start through the body so start yeah start exercising start mm. taking care of your health start yoga but to, to dig a little deep it's a very broad topic so i, I could definitely talk about this for, for hours but yeah i've i've got a few, few things that i want to touch on um with health i think food is a, is a big one uh, is What's your diet and stuff, mate? What do you what well, do you eat in the morning? Well, I, mean, I was going I was going to ask you because I mean I, I know you you researched into it, you know, heaps. Of, you know when you first started getting into it, and I mean I just I followed I followed you for a lot of it. I was like, I was looking at how good you were feeling and looking, and you were like you mm. seemed energetic. I was like, yeah, I want I want to be like that. So I was like, that's that's what got me on that the high fat. Yeah, high fat. I think yeah. you turned me onto the high fat, low carb. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you, do, you feel great, mate. Honestly, you do. Like, you do. You feel fantastic. I mean, that combined with a good sleep pattern, you just yeah. feel unreal. And you, you, once you get a taste for it, man, that's what got me. I had, a t- I had, I tasted what it was like to function at an optimal level. Yeah. And I was like, I can't go back. I can't go back to being, <laughs> you know, yeah. tired or you know, not my body. Not. And now I think taking an interest in my health has developed a higher level of self awareness of my own body and when my, my energy is out of, out of balance. Yeah. And I actually, I actually, I'm very attuned to the times when I've eaten the wrong foods. I haven't got enough sleep. haven't meditated. I, I feel off. So I actually, yeah, I think it's important for developing self-awareness as well. Start yeah. being your own, uh, you know, being your own self-experimenter. So yeah. test things out and notice your energy, you know, make note of the time as you're feeling, Feeling fresh. What did you do the night before you slept? Like, I think that's important. People should be aware of how they feel after they eat certain things, do certain things, that their optimal sleep time. Because everyone's different, man. Yeah. That's the most important thing, you know. Like, I say to people, like, eat a high fat diet, cut carbs out. But like, at the end of the day, 
everyone has a unique genetic makeup that will respond differently to certain foods, to different lifestyle factors. Everyone should attune themselves to their own body and find out what works for them. And I think, yeah, I think definitely as a base, you know, high-fat diet works and our bodies uh, respond best to good, healthy fats, you know, not too much carbohydrates and, and clean protein source. And then whatever your schedule is in terms of working out around that, you may need to supplement more foods for recovery. But, yeah, I got you onto the Bulletproof Coffee uh, in the yeah. mornings. Yeah. And that was that was a big one for me because that was uh, that took out breakfast for me. I, I stopped eating breakfast. I was someone who loved breakfast, man. I couldn't. I couldn't go without it. I was three eggs in the morning in the morning on toast with a smoothie, you know, like if I didn't have that man, I was I couldn't function. And to go from that to not having breakfast at all or just having a coffee, it was I know, I, I know I tell people man, they're like, I don't know how you I, I could not do that. And I'm like and then, you don't even know. You don't know until you, until you try it. Like you're just having the you're just having this like shot of like pure fat pretty much. <laughs> that just cruises you through to like two o'clock. Yeah, and I tell people, man, like, oh, like I chuck some butter in my coffee in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, just, <laughs> people look just, at me weird, eh? Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I always say, don't knock it until you try it. That's right. Like, and some people are just so resistant to it, like, yeah, like whatever. I'm not even just trying to explain to you why I do it, like. But some people are really interested. They're like, oh, like, why do you do that? And then, yeah, you know, they're the ones who are open to trying, it and they're the ones who, when they do try it, and they try this way of living, this way of eating, it's. They get hooked. Mm. And I I showed showed it to so many people at work, and I had you know, a lot of people like asking me like, "Oh, what else do you use? What else? What supplements do you use?" and stuff like that. So, I think yeah, like when people notice your energy and and how healthy you feel, they inquire, they ask. Mm. So, yeah, I was I'm always happy to like help people because I want I want people to feel this way as well, man. It's like. Yeah, I feel like everyone. I think yeah, a lot of people just haven't had a taste for it. They they're too busy just not putting the right foods in their body. So mm. yeah, right. so like the. Sorry, I was gonna, go I was gonna say you were talking about um how like how yoga or meditation is a good uh, way to to start spirituality. I think you're exactly right, man. Because I think through through that um, meditation on on the body, you. That's the start of the realization that you are not the body. Mm. I think that that comes from, yeah, either either yoga where where you're so you're utilizing the body in every way and your your mind is clear, or in uh, or in meditation, whether it be like sitting or walking or uh, whatever meditation you're doing, you slowly come to that realization that you're not your mind or your body. Um, but those are the vehicles in which you live through. I think that's the main reason for me why they need to be healthy. Mind, mind and me- mental health as well as physical health. 100%. Yeah, I, yeah yoga and exercise, I think either the reason people get hooked on it so much, either consciously or unconsciously, is when they're doing these activities, like you're getting out of your head, you're connecting with your body. You know, you're, you're going into the body, especially yoga, like, Yoga is all the movement with breath, and yoga actually means union. So it's union of the mind, body, and soul. So you, you could not have any awareness of spirituality, but when you practice yoga, to to be effective at the practice, you can't think. You have to flow. You have yeah. to flow with the body. So 
you know, you, you're doing, you're having a spiritual practice, whether you realize it or not. But then the benefit comes when you can be aware of that and you can turn it into just a meditation and step away from the whole process and just be the watcher the whole time. Yeah. I think when you get, when you get good enough at yoga, it's, it's such a powerful and addictive uh, way to just get a deeper connection with yourself. But I want to talk about, I know you've mentioned in the past, uh, you know, the gym and, and lifting weights and strength training and, you know, how do you think that plays into all this? Because I know there's a certain, I think people get either confused or discouraged with weightlifting because their ego likes to get involved, as we all know. Yeah, 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 true. Where do you think, do you think weightlifting is something that people can benefit from? Do you think there's a a limit that once people kind of pass their, the ego kind of takes over and it's no longer about the health or... What do you think? Um, yeah, I th- I don't know. I think I think there's a a large element um, of that yeah external pleasure you get um, or like yeah just that rush of looking better um, or a goal that you're trying to reach. I think there's that there's that there's that um, rush that you get from that. Um, when you do weightlifting, or when you have when you have a body image in mind, um, and I think I think when the way it becomes addictive and people you know, always go to the gym um, to try and improve themselves um, is based on a fundamental lack of self love. Um, because when you're in that state of of low self love, you constantly have to source that love externally to fill. And what you're not providing yourself, um, and I think health and fitness and beauty and and physical strength and and uh, you know aesthetics is one way of people gaining that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of the, like the the mind always constantly uh, exists in a state of lack, where it always feels like it's lacking something like something else external to the body would make it better than it currently is. Um, and I think once you reach that state of mind where you you understand that happiness is sourced from within and that nothing external can inherently make you a better person, then all of a sudden that becomes less appealing because the the end that you're working towards has disappeared and working out like, like we were talking about, it sustainably becomes the goal working out for the sake of wanting to feel healthy uh, and and yeah and be active in the in the vehicle that you have i think that becomes able once you realize that there is no goal to get to that you are the goal is to become where you are now just become present really that's powerful eh? i mean i like to speak on personal experience i definitely went through that phase of realizing that you know i mm. was i used to gym yeah man I, I went to the gym a lot when i was yeah younger, you did you know 18 19 um i think the reason for me was i i went through a breakup and then i want i think gym was my outlet the gym was my escape from the pain that i was having the emotional pain yeah and and it's a cover-up, man, because when you work out, it's like it's like a drug. You, you, your brain is receiving the same sort of endorphins, the same dopamine as 
what happens when you take a drug. And obviously, it's a spike. You get a spike in feeling good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's you, it. You get that little rush of pleasure and then, you know, it, when it yeah. wears off, you're kind of back to that base level again. And, and if you, you're not happy there, you'll go for another workout. Yeah, so man. I was working out like sometimes two times a day. I'd do a morning session, afternoon session, and then I had that body image goal where I wanted to look a certain way so I could appeal to more girls. Yeah. And it's a it's a hamster wheel, man. You constantly there's no you know you'll get to the goal and you won't be satisfied. So you'll set another goal. Yeah. And so you just keep going and going. And I think there's a point where it starts to impact your health in a negative way, where you're taking the protein shakes, you're taking the pre-workout supplements, like. It gets to it gets to a point where you go, wait a minute, is this about my health or my or the look? You know, what yeah. what is the primary purpose of, of doing this? And That's I think right. unfortunately for a lot of people, they're addicted to the the feeling and they're addicted to the image, the the image that they've got in their head of how they want to look. Yeah. And like you said, man, it's you'll never be satisfied. Once you get there, you, you might get a momentary pleasure, but then what? Yeah. If that was the primary reason for you working out, then what? Do you just stop or like? Yeah, when you can't you know, achieve that anymore. Yeah, it's like these yeah. people that get plastic surgery when they're fifty or sixty, trying to hold yeah. on, trying to hold on to the image of youth. They they can't they can't let that go. It's like eventually you have to come to terms with the fact that the the, the earth and everything within it is transient and constantly changing. And I think a lot of people's pain comes from the fact that they try to cling to things that are naturally trying to change. Um, and there's that big misconnect there. But I, I mean, I was the same, man. I used to, um, even re- even recently, I've picked it up in myself where I had to, I just, it was really funny. I became aware of it. I was like, wow, I didn't realize that I was still doing this. Where, like, I've been, I've been skinny all my life. So there's always been this need for me to be bigger or you know, just put on muscle or be more muscle. So when you go, when I go to the gym, I see myself constantly comparing to everyone else in there, yeah. thinking, oh yeah, like I'm bigger than him now. Like I wasn't bigger than him before, so I'm like I've gone somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm a lot, I'm a lot skinnier than him. So then oh, I mean, I need now I need to go more to be. So there's this constant comparison to everyone else in the gym, based on this fundamental thought that I am currently not big enough or I am currently not as good as I could be um, and that's like, yeah, that's the fundamental thought that I, you know, I just become aware of it and you think wow that's 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 why this is happening um, yeah that's yeah that's, I think that's the case for a lot of people do comparison like, you know, yeah that's it going to the gym you see people like walking around and they, I can see the egos walking around it's like like I'm not, I'm not there for you know. To, it's not a competition. Yeah. <laughs> but some people treat it like a competition. It's, it's funny. It's, yeah. I think realizing your main reason for going to the gym, and as long as that reason is in line with, you know, your, you're there for your health and wellness, and that's primary reason. You're not there to achieve a certain look. You're not there for anyone else. I <laughs> think that's a big one. We've, Females start working out to for their partners to look good for their partners. That that for me is is wrong motives because yeah, it, you know that's again that's it's not sustainable. That's right. Yeah, no, it's not sustainable. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it's a big one. Yeah, like it, I think I've realised for me uh, when I've treat working out as 
like the primary reason is for me to optimize my health and wellness and my performance in life. I now find the gym for me is either a lot either a lot short of duration or I'll go days where I feel like I need to go. I'll, I'll actually I'll know when I need to go to the gym. I might take two days off and I'll actually feel my energy drop because I haven't moved my body enough. Mm. So I'll go to the gym, have a have a quick workout, get the body moving, and then I'm just topped up with just life energy. Hey, yeah, listen to the body, listen to what the mm. body wants. Yeah, I think exactly. that's 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 another. I mean, that's another topic on its own. But yeah. the, the, I think that's that's actually the, one of the points of separation of of um, mind and body is within the fact that you then realise that the body speaks. Yeah. <laughs> that most of the time, the body speaks, but is then translated through the mind. So the mind is like this filter where it can chop and change the information that the body's trying to to tell you. And I think once you like that, that's what you that's what you exactly what you're saying. You tap into once you lose the the mind and the constant thoughts, you can tap into that body energy and just listen to what it's saying. And then you yeah you can feel it. You know that if you, you need to move or you um, even listen to it when you're moving too much. You need you need to lay back. And when yeah. the, when when people are in that you know that prime athlete state. Their body's trying to tell them to stop, but their mind and then their attachment to performing at, at that level or being better than someone else is changing the, the body's message to, no, I need to go harder. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I actually had, like, earlier this year, I went through um, something like that where I was training for performance for my my soccer, my soccer performance. And um, obviously I was a bit training very sport-specific exercises, but I was also, like, Training a lot, uh, eat not recovering correctly, and I was obviously just around my career as well. And I was working up, getting up early in the morning, and that's important. I think, again, I wasn't listening to my body, and I wasn't getting enough recovery, and I actually got myself sick a couple of times just from the pure fact that I was burnt out. Yeah, I, I, you know, my adrenals were were fatiguing and. It's super important to know, to know, yeah, like you said, listen to the body and know if you need to recover, if you need to take a day off, if you need more sleep, you need to eat more food. Like it's all, you're like all the answers are there, or your body is telling you all the time what it needs. Mm. And when you ignore that, that's where the energy imbalance occurs. And yeah, you expose yourself to getting sick, you know, not just feeling tired. And it's, it's no fun. So it's definitely a balance. And, yeah, got to got to tap into that body, the body, the body sensations. So, I think uh, yeah, the gym, the gym is an interesting topic that I think a lot of people could get a lot out of. Uh, do you feel that like so? What's your gym routine at the moment? Are you kind of three times a week? You go every day after work? Yeah, I'm actually going. I am going every day after work. I'm trying to go. Yeah. I'm trying to go um five days a week, Monday to Friday, and then have the weekend yeah. off. And I've been, <clears throat> I've just been doing like, like, like what you do, just go and I go, I go straight from work on the way home, mm. do like 45 minute, 50 minute, like quick workout, straight back on the train. And I think it's just, it's just like that. It, like you just feel like, for me, you just feel good, man. Yeah, you wake up with, you wake up with energy. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. I think the important thing to mention as well, which I think I forgot to mention is that within that, the whole working out scheme, I know I say, the, the like the core motivation should always be to uh, to to want to live on this earth longer and have a healthy vehicle in which to operate. 
but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that you can't have the other motivations. Um, you can still have the motivation to look good or or feel good as long as you are not attached to the outcome of that. That's the main. That's the main point. The the intent. The intention. If the intention is I want to look better, um, that's fine. That can be a goal. The 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 pain from that will only occur if your happiness relies on the outcome of, of that event. So detach yourself from that. And it's no longer a, it's no longer a, like a, a poisonous feeling or a poisonous yeah. tension. It's just, it's just neutral. Yeah. No, I'm so glad, I'm so glad you mentioned that because like, obviously it's important. Yeah. It's important to have goals and it keeps people motivated, man. Like when you set goals at the gym and like, that's where people get their motivation from to keep going when they see the result. It's, and it's good. I like to see people motivated and working hard towards achieving something. Yeah, as long as the attachments there, and they and they're doing it for the right reasons, and and they know, you know, it's their health is the primary reason for doing it. That's right. I mean, that's goals are fine. Yeah, appearance I mean, goals are also fine. Yeah. I mean, that's just the that's just our opinion, obviously. But, mm. but I think I think I think yeah, it'll 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 make people a lot happier within themselves. Um, if that was their core motivation. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Like, for me at the moment, like, my training regime changed a lot when I uncovered optimizing my training in terms of getting the most benefit for the least amount of time. And based on my situation with work and all these things I was doing outside of work, I just didn't have the time anymore to be in the gym an hour or an hour and a half and going every day. And that's where I think I notice that the benefits, like it's quality, not quantity. It's, you know, you, if you're willing to work hard, you don't have to be there very long. And that's what mm. a lot of people don't realize. People are like, oh, I, can't, I don't have time for the gym. You know, I'm, I'm working all the time. I can't go. Mate, if you can get down there in 30 minutes, high intensity training, I guarantee you, you'll get more out of that than a one and a half hour weight session. Yeah. So it's finding the workout routine or finding the exercises that work for you and for me it was a balance between high intensity training and some some weights as well and, and sport specific training uh, so, why, why do you think people don't go to the gym like what are the reasons people wouldn't go or like choose not to go yeah i think they prioritize other things uh, and maybe some people think that you know they're not attached to the look they don't care about the look but it's more they haven't they're not attuned with their health i feel um but like i don't think you need to go to the gym to take care of your health maybe other people yeah. have other outlets for health but man weightlifting for me strength training in general it i think it's important i think it's really important for the body maintaining a strong healthy body as you age like you said from a longevity perspective strength training is important I don't mean lifting big heavy weights, but like maintaining some sort of base strength level is important. So I think everyone should lift weights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's funny, like how people, how we've evolved as an evolu- uh, as a as a civilization. From well, we never needed gyms because we just hunted for food, or like we like. There's always been something natural to keep us fit and healthy, whether it was war or whether it was before that hunters and gatherers or then, and then until you get to the, like, you know, recent history, 
where um, we have agriculture. There's no need to there's no need to move around to get food. We can grow food in one spot. Changes the whole civilization to now we have to choose to work out rather than just getting it through our normal and daily activities. Yeah, because we live these sedentary lifestyles, mate. We're sitting down all day. Literally, I know. We're going yeah. against our natural urges, the natural urge for the body to move. Like it's yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know, guys that. that go like go, leave home, sit in a car, get in the office, sit down all day, get in the car, drive home, sit on the couch, watch TV. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's drained. They but that's just have no. That's energy. what I mean. But like, uh, to me. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I've never done that because I definitely have, but to me, that like that's a that's a whole day where you pretty much don't move. Like your body, your body is in one position. Yeah. It can. I mean, it just cannot be good for you. Nah. No, it really can't. But you're at lunchtime, what, Jim? Are you? Yeah, yeah. And I I do it mainly because just my productivity, like my energy. Like I go to the gym to get more energy. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, I I come back after the gym just alive, man. I'm ready to smash out the afternoon, and I I can never understand how people could just sit down and work through lunch, not even go out and go for a walk. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's tapping into that inner energy that when you move the body, it it's you're connecting with its natural its natural urges and desires, but. And especially around an office environment, like can be very helpful. Just go for a walk, get the blood flowing, come back refreshed, clears your mind, gets you out of your head. And yeah, it's, and it's good for your health. So it's, yeah, if you can develop a good exercise schedule around your workplace, that's obviously, you know, the ideal situation. Mm. So you go in the afternoon, what, why not no. mornings, mate? Are you no. a morning person? No, yeah. no, I haven't, I haven't gone into a good enough routine. To get myself to get myself up in the up in the morning. I think a lot of it is I stay up too late because I try to talk to people back in Perth, three hours behind. So I'm you know, it's seven o'clock there, it's ten o'clock here. Then I don't get enough, so I don't get to bed early enough, so I don't wake up early enough. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, because I could definitely see myself going before before work, but I actually don't. I don't mind going after work. It's a nice little it's a nice little end to the day. Yeah, dude, I agree. How's it? How's you going? How are you going over in Canada? Are you, yeah, I'm still still going? finding a routine that works for me. I haven't started working yet, so I've kind of I've been flexible at this this stage. I've been working at different working out at different times, but uh, I've I, yeah I always work out at lunchtime. So now I'm kind of going more mornings. I feel because there's more classes available in the morning over here. So mm. I'm quite enjoying it. The morning workout's good, man. It gets you up. For me, once you get that workout done. For me, yeah. it's the hardest part of the day. Yeah. Really. And when yeah. you get it done early, it's no matter what happens in the day, I feel like I've achieved something. And it's a really good feeling. I feel when I get up and I do my routine and I smash a workout at the gym, it's just, I feel, yeah, I feel really satisfied. I always like the way, yeah, I always like the way you described that. I never, I never thought of it like that before. Yeah. That like doing that at the start of the day. Yeah, it's like a mentality that that the hardest part of the day is over. That's yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I could, I'll mention I'll mention this because I actually did a video about this just recently about um, pain at the gym. I know everyone can push themselves to different places when they work out, but there's like a unique opportunity at the gym to 
turn it into a spiritual practice and that is through pain and what I like to do when I go to the gym is like I sometimes I'm a bit weird now I think I'm a, I think I'm a I just love inflicting pain on myself on my body when I'm working out wow because wow. it's just when you get to that place of like extreme exertion when you're just giving it everything I feel there's a point man where I'm actually noticing myself where I disconnect from the pain disconnect from the just the absolute agony my body's in for pushing myself yeah and you access this place of peace it's really weird it's really peaceful but it's strange but in that place i kind of i hit it and i can just push through barriers it's crazy i did like a spin class last night and i hadn't you know done one in a while and i really wanted to get a lot out of it so i was just in my head watching my body like what being the observer not identifying with the pain and then creating that space, creating that space between the watcher and the pain or the condition and comes a massive spiritual practice and you can push through extreme barriers. Wow. Um, That's yeah, hectic, we man. Can act- we can actually reach, a lot of people don't realize, but you get to that point of where you think you can't go any further. The truth is you can literally go a lot further than you think. <laughs> and that's what most elite athletes and professional athletes will tell you, like, you think you think there's a limit, but your limit is a lot further away than you think it is. But that's 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 another point of the mind masking mm. what the body's actually saying. Yeah. Like the body, yeah, the, the body knows it could go further if it needed to, but the mind yes. the mind gets in the way and tells it tells it to stop. Yes. Yeah, that's and that's true, and that's what well, and that's it's probably based on fear most of the time. Yeah. 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 Thinking of the mind mind putting a filter over what could happen if you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting point. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, turning into a spiritual practice is cool. M- working out mindfully, you know, can you go to the gym and be present and just walk around without comparing yourself to people, picking up your weights, with, you know, taking care in each, in each rep. And then, obviously, Schwarzenegger talks about the mind and the muscle. Each time you do a certain exercise, your attention should be in where the muscle you're working and that's actually been, they've actually done research on that it's been proven to show that you put on more strength and you put on more size when uh, you direct your attention as in you work out mindfully rather than just working out and clearly not thinking about anything and just thinking about other things hmm. so if i'm doing if i'm doing squats i'll like put my mind into my, my glutes what muscle is being worked here and direct my attention to that area Apparently, and apparently it, it works. Yeah, so, no, I'm sure yeah. it does. But that, but that yeah. makes that makes sense what you're saying because I've never experienced that before. That place you, you were talking about when you lift, like through. But I mean, but what, like that, that makes sense to me when I think about how well, I was saying in one of the last podcasts about um, through like fit through emotional or, or spiritual pain is the way you can grow the most because you realize that the, that pain is not yours. It's the, yes. it's the bodies um, or it's the minds. It's not your personal pain. So if that works on a mental and emotional level, why wouldn't it work on a physical level where you're at a point where you realize your physical pain also isn't you? It's exactly, just man. being experienced by the body that you're in. Mm. Um, so why can you not then dissociate away from it? And I mean, that's yeah. exactly what you've done, which I, it sounds amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's just practicing, isn't it? Like, practice and putting getting myself in those situations where i'm practicing dis- disidentifying with these extreme moments of pain so obviously when when a moment does come when i i don't <laughs> i don't want to experience pain at least i'll be better equipped 
to deal with yeah you know that situation it's just about letting go isn't it yeah sort of so kind of i'd call it like surrender yeah like when yeah yeah. i think when you're experiencing it you have to just experience it fully man sometimes the mind gets in the way and you're like you're like oh like oh this sucks you know like yeah i'm dying but can you just experience it fully like feel it in the body it's like i just go holy shit i'm this this is dope you know like i'm just i am just absolutely wrecked here but embody that fully and just don't let the mind get involved and then you can create that gap i think classes pt classes like you know any hit class but it's all on you you know what i mean there's an instructor there but you get to decide how hard you go yeah so yeah it's like a little test see how how far you can push yourself jeez yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, obviously, <laughs> I might be a bit weird in doing that, but not everyone, yeah, it's, that's just me. But um, for, I think, other ways that people can tap into their health, obviously, exercising is massive, you know, spoke a little bit about food and importance of a good diet, yoga as well. Mm. How do you think belief, as in, you know, the thoughts we have, how do you think that plays into health, like, you know, yeah, there's obviously research now that shows, you know, f- thoughts are energy and, and the placebo effect is a great example of the power of the mind when it comes to self-healing. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man, it's a big, that's a big issue, um, yeah. big topic. I think, I think it's illustrated best, like we spoke about this before in, in Letting Go, the book, mm. where, um, yeah, I mean, he basically says that the thoughts that you put out into the universe are then what you get back, either emotionally or physically. So you can you can receive back a negative thought in the form of a negative physical, um, you know, infliction, which I think is fascinating. I mean, I think I think that I mean that's a that's a whole new topic, belief in itself, um, and the fact that you know. Oh, the, the the saying I'll uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. You know, really, it's I'll see it when I believe it. You know, it's the other way around. Once you believe, I mean, that brings it to the form of manifestation. Um, but I think, I mean, in terms, if we're going just based on health, I think, like what I said before, I still I still stay true to is the fact that you need to let go of the attachment to what you're actually trying to achieve, which sounds so counterproductive and paradoxical. But in letting go of, of the trying to achieve it, it happens naturally through your subconscious. You've put you've put the intention out into the universe and, and the thoughts that you have about not getting there or the fear that you have of, of it not happening is only blocking that from manifesting. Um, so I think if you have any body goals or any health goals, you can have that intention and, and belief about where you want to go without having the attachment of achieving it um, because that can only end badly if you don't and it's going to cause you it's going to cause you suffering throughout that process um, so I think I think yeah that's that, that'd be my main point on belief I think that's a, that's I mean it's obviously obviously quite a hard thing to do. Um, to just straight up, but I think slowly detaching yourself from from all things is important. But from from the end goal that you're trying to achieve, they say they say that intention 
uh, is desire without attachment to the outcome. You know I mean? Yeah, I like, I like that one. Yeah. Thought, yeah, that's a, that's a good one, that. Yeah. And yeah. Like the belief is important, right? I mean, like you said, if you if, if you believe you can do it, you, you will. If you believe you can't, you won't. Like it's, it's simple as that. Like it's the same with working out and training. If you have body goals, do you believe you can – you've got to believe in yourself, you know, I think a lot of people just have bad body image because they just have this belief that they, you know, they don't deserve to fit, look or feel a certain way. You know, like it's mm. and that plays it play, will play into it. But man, on on that note, I think we've covered a lot of. Uh, you know, we could talk about this for so much longer, but I think we've covered oh, man. You know, a bit of the truth behind what exercising and what it truly means to be healthy and. I don't know if you could give one takeaway to someone, one tip about how they could live a healthier life, so they could develop a deeper connection with their self. What would it be? <laughs> Big question. <laughs> um, I think it would probably be um to bring yourself to the now, to be aware of the present moment, because when you're in that space. You no longer have any uh, desire or fear to reach a certain outcome. So whatever you want to achieve is is so much easier, uh, and you can get there without without this mental fight and resistance that you have the whole time. Um, yeah, I think I think that'd be my main my main takeaway. Slowly reaching that point will allow you to make all action towards a healthier lifestyle easier, um, mentally, spiritually, and physically. Yeah, good point. What about you? Be, yeah. My tip will be uh, on a physical level to, to start eating the right foods, <laughs> to get yeah. your diet right. I've, I just think diet's so important. Before you even step foot in the gym, diet has to be correct. It has to be in line with what your body needs. And, I mean... The gym for me is optional. I just think as long as you maintain a healthy, nutritious diet, the body can perform at its optimal best. And I've noticed the the difference that's made on myself and the energy that I have within and without from eating the right foods. And for me, it's most important. So, yeah, figure out what your body responds to food-wise and then make sure you're putting the right things in and drinking lots of water. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right, mate. It's uh, been great chatting to you, dude. Uh, yeah, buddy. My bed's on, I think. Yeah. I'll look forward to talking again soon. Yeah, mate. Yeah, Speak mate. soon. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There we have it. Another episode of the Stage Shifters podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to know more information, you can follow me on Instagram at State Shifters or visit the website at www.state-shifters.com. Thank you.